Like that dude is is 100% ham sandwich. You know what I mean? He's a Christmas ham. Dude, honey glazed. You know what I'm saying? Fucking like, apple in his mouth and everything. <laughs> He's a cooked goose. <laughs> dude, I I think that's some of the hammiest music out there right now, and yeah. it's super popular. So I think I think like hammy singers are still as potent as they've always been. Yeah. Different different flavor of ham for sure. Different ham style, you know. Yeah. Different ham style. Yeah, but back then they would really, they'd really just like dig in, you know. They'd really dig into their performances. Sam Smith is doing that. No, I know, but he, he's kind of a pussy though. When it comes, <laughs> you know, comparatively, you know. I mean, I think, I think it's. Like, it's well, what I'm saying know, is, drink. I think it's equally as uh, theatrical. It has shit to do with. Live on the rocks. I, well, okay, but you're you're just saying like that specific affectation, right? And I'm saying I think there's a lot of singers right now who do ham a, it up. a ridiculously hammed up version of like a vocal performance, and mm-hmm. it's a little different. Obviously, like to achieve popularity, you couldn't you know do a you know Neil Diamond esque. <laughs> kind of whatever but yeah i would love it i would love it you know well there are i'm sure if then again like like, would i really even know if it was like becoming the new neil diamond because i'm sure there are like my there are people who are emulating like these really specific vocal styles like i've heard bands that are doing like the david byrne thing i've heard band you know so it's like i've heard bands that are doing you know some of the more strange like croonier like i mean Going back twenty years, I think even like the Strokes are like quasi crooning, and and now, so it's yeah. like, like I I don't think that that stuff has ever gone away. I think like people just modernize it to to be like their own thing, and then they do it their own yeah. way. They throw a trap beat behind it. Well, <laughs> like, is that a thing? I don't know. Throw a bird on it, you know. <laughs> trap beat plus. That's what I feel like. Vocals. Trap beats have become. It's like it's the it's the musical equivalent of throw a bird on it. <laughs> throw a bird on there. You could be you could be correct about that. Tweet tweet, know. you know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's a thing. You might Are as you well call me Tweety th- Bird, baby. Uh. You, try- <laughs> you trying to make that a thing at this point? Maybe. Oh, a tweet man. tweet. Oh, <laughs> just give me a little tweet tweet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you've recorded this. I have been recording. Sick, me yes. too. I, I kind of got into it. Like we were getting. Oh, into he's the, in. You're into it now. Yeah, yeah. We we we. No, I'm saying like we kind of got a little bit of a flow there going. Holy oh, shit! Oh, flow. Oh man, took us a while. Took us a while. Goodness gracious, a flow. A flow. Okay. Okay, so you can you can actually. This was an interesting conversation we had before this podcast uh, happened, where we were talking about the difference between whiskey and bourbon. And you kind of were giving me a little bit of a of a schooling because you're more oh bourbon goodness. man than I am, and I'm I'm are recently you trying filing to lose this, weight. So are I'm, you filing this under interesting? Because I don't. I I'm think it's not interesting. Sure. I never really understood. I always thought bourbon and whiskey were two different things, and it turns out that it's they they kind of are, but aren't. It's like a weird a weird technicality in in Boozehound Central, <laughs> Boozehound Station. I, I do not think this is interesting. I think it's I, interesting. I don't. <laughs> and also, I didn't give you a definitive answer. I just no, no. I've been on enough bourbon tours, and they're like in Kentucky, and they're like bourbon is made in Bourbon County, Kentucky, and I was like, yeah. but then, like I said, there's also Bourbon, bourbon Street, Street yeah. in New Orleans. So, and honestly, New Orleans bourbon, comparatively to like Kentucky bourbon or. Tennessee whiskey and Bourbon Street, like New Orleans bourbon, it does di- taste differently. I feel like the barrels taste differently. I don't know. It's it's weird. But when I have like I, legit I don't know if I've bourbon, had New Orleans bourbon. I have, and it it's like I'm licking a barrel. You know, like that's basically what it is. Is that true? Like. Yeah. Gosh, to me, I don't golly. know. Maybe I'm wrong. You know, I don't know. But I always hated the taste of bourbon. Like when I was a big time beer drinker guy and there would be like a bourbon stout or something like that. I'd be, I'd get real grossed out, Mm. but now I'm kind of enjoying it. I don't know. 
Maybe it's because it's the only booze I can have during the week when we're on our diet. Well, yeah, I mean, drinking bourbon is, a, like, if you're going to drink, is a lot uh, better for you than chugging down beers. Chugging ten beers? <laughs> <laughs> ten! Interesting number. Sounds well, like you have some experience with the ten beer number. That literally is my my camp name for my my dad and his best friend call me ten beers. It's like it's like their their Native American <laughs> name for me, and their whole their whole shtick is like ten beers is better than no beer. <laughs> you know, well, it's that true. might be true. It's true. That's well, I I coined that, but literally, oh, okay. like they. Call me ten beers at, at deer camp because I they so you self proclaimed said ten beers is better than no right beers. right right yeah gotcha. and 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 that was my whole shtick with it but they were telling me because you know with my dad they're older guys as soon as they they're done eating they don't want to drink anymore which is weird to me it's like man that's you know you eat to like so you can have a little bit more of a you know, go of drinking, you know what I mean? Like, oh, but gotcha. for them, they're like, they're six, they're past their sixties. So they're like, after we eat, we don't drink anymore. Cause it just makes us sleepy. And so I'm like, well, I don't get that old fucks. <laughs> like, so like I'm going to keep drinking, you know? And then they coined me 10 beers. It really isn't. It's like maybe six and they just get there. They're like, Oh, you're lush. You know, it's like, dude, I'm just, I'm enjoying myself at deer camp, you know. Isn't the, I thought that's what the point of this this whole thing was, you know. I feel but, that, but uh, to them, they're they're just like I'm a lush comparatively. So, and no, I mean, I, if, yeah, I get it. I feel that if the podcast is any anything to like, you know, take note of, it's like Ryan's been drunk on here before. <laughs> Oh, and made an I think ass any anybody anybody who's listened to it would know that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, but no, Jerry and I are on a diet, so we're just I'm I'm trying not to drink beer during the week. So, bourbon it is, and it's actually been heck, nice. Heck yeah, man. Yeah, man. I don't feel like hammered, and I can, you know, I'm not like weighed down by a shit ton of barley and, <laughs> you know, like, and hops. So I'm okay. I do miss the carbonation. I will say that. That's pr- probably why I drink LaCroix a lot during the week. Mm. It's like, I don't like soda anymore, dude. I can't drink soda anymore, but I think I drink LaCroix because I just, I love bubbles in my drink. I don't know. I love the carbonation. So, I don't know. Yeah, this is man. not interesting. This is crazy. I, that's what I was saying. I was like, <laughs> dude, I don't, I don't think this is interesting. <laughs> Oh man! Well, well, I think we've we've veered firmly into the uninteresting category. <laughs> Let's like this is not a beer or bourbon podcast. I love bourbon. I drink too much bourbon. So the difference that that, that we came to the conclusion of was it's just bourbon when it's made on in Bourbon County, Kentucky. That's that's the thing. The people in Kentucky. So I I guess for for context my band my epic is mostly loc mostly I mean I'll, I'll say this I I we would say that our home base is in Louisville Kentucky um, and so I spend a lot of time there and I've toured a lot of the bourbon like distilleries and stuff most of those folks would say bourbon is whiskey that's over 51% corn uh and it's made in Kentucky and that's what bourbon is so that's what they would say i don't know if that's true or not so you know what i mean feel free to think i'm wrong and uh and i will say nah, i don't care but it is a type of whiskey right like that's yeah that's, it's yeah. it's whiskey okay. there you go so and like i said i was talking to you about rye which i've also been drinking and rye is just made of mostly rye, whatever that is. Why rye grain? Oats. It's a wheat. Is rye oats? I, I don't think know. It's a wheat. Yeah, it's a wheat. It's a it's a grain. Sure, rye grain. Yeah, let's say it's that. There you go. Rye rye pieces. <laughs> Which it's you made were sa- mostly you were pieces saying was, of rye. Was most most whiskey was made in Canada before like it was kind of rye whiskey is kind of synonymous in 
like a hundred years ago with Canadian whiskey and whiskey, I think in general, um, before what I would call modern era, which is like the last 50 years was more associated with Canadian whiskey styles. I get most of this information from Mad Men, <laughs> so you there could you take that with a grain of salt. <laughs> On Mad Men, they're all, they're always drinking Canadian Club uh, whiskey, which is a rye style whiskey, and Scotch is also pre- a part a, a whiskey. But it's Scotch. See, this is the same thing. Scotch yeah. is because it's made in Scotland, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. But it's um, all whiskey, so Dewar's is what my my uncles drink at their Dewar's? their their Dewar's Scotch. It's cheap oh. Scotch, but dude, sure. they got me after I got my deer this year. They got me hammered on Dewar's, dude. It was insane. I was like, <laughs> like I'll be I, honest, I haven't had a lot of Scotch, so I don't really know. It's, if it's yeah, I mean, it's it's a whiskey, you know, it's smoky. It's really smoky, mm. but. Yeah, I would say bourbon is is uh, is sweet and mm-hmm. I like the like caramel said, after 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 uh, taste on it. I it's caramely it's and sweet, and I I think that's that's nice, mm. especially when you're, you know, you're just looking for a little treat. Yeah, yeah, you're not looking to get like schmeshmammered, but you just kind of want to mm-hmm. have a little glow about you. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. it definitely makes uh, I drink bourbon. Pretty much every, every time I do a podcast, mm-hmm. um, which uh, last year I did two simultaneous podcasts, which was meaning I was drinking a lot of bourbon, and it always <laughs> made me more, uh, you know, socially lubricated, which was nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, there you go. Loosen the, loosens the lips a little bit, but... What else have you been doing besides drinking? <laughs> Actually, I haven't been doing a lot of drinking. That's why it's funny, but... Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, man. I've just been trying to do the healthy kick and um we've been we just got done finalizing things for physical copies of my album today Mm -hmm. uh other than that man i've just been i've been reading a lot of books and uh been really bored in my tiny town right now um but jerry and i with the business has it's been getting busier at the business but there's a lot of downtime so i've been like i said i've been reading a lot of books and working out. What have out. you been reading lately? Uh, I'm reading this book on music business stuff, so it's not really no. that interesting. Boy. Yeah, That's it's it's kind of sucks and it's it's honestly like goes against everything that I that I, you know, believe in with music, but you have to know it, you know, you have to learn it. So mm. And it's mm. one of my biggest like blind sides, I guess, or, or blind spots. Blind spots. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. It's one of my biggest blind spots. So it's something that I really need to read up on and, you know, learn how to deal with certain people. Because I'm terrible about asking for money for my stuff, you know. It's just not. But I, I, I don't want that to be my excuse anymore. So I've just been like, mm. well, what's the best way to do it is to learn more about it. You know what I mean? So um, other than that, dude, I've, I've read like in the last like month, I've read like four books, uh, most mostly fiction. I did The Road by Cormac McCarthy. Mm, yeah. I did. After that, I did uh, Catching the Rye because like I said, I've, I've been trying to catch up on books that I should have read in high school that I never did. I read that mm-hmm. in like freaking like two days, three days. It's not very long. No. And then. Did you like it or what? I did. Uh, there's a lot of phonies, you know. Like, well, <laughs> everybody's a phony. And uh, this kid is yeah. just the most cynical, biggest cynical asshole ever. I would be interested in reading that in my adult life. The I weirdest really didn't. thing is there's a weird like sexual assault scene. You know what I mean? Like where like his old teacher that was like his buddy and stuff like that tries to make advances on him while he's trying to sleep. And that mm-hmm. one was like, whoa, that's kind of like, okay, this shit was has been happening for. It was is a weird curveball for that book because the mostly the book is about you know a coming of age story about a New York kid who, you know, um, just basically like chain smokes and like tries to get into clubs and drink and stuff like that and basically tries to get, tries to grow up way too fast without like actually enjoying his youth. You know, mm-hmm. and then randomly in in it, it's like his teacher like touches his leg and tries to like, you know, 
molest him basically and it's really it's a really weird curveball for that book because the entire book you don't see that coming you know what i mean like it's not even about that you know but it's kind of it's 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 it was interestingly placed i guess in the book in the story and then i read uh grapes of wrath which took a little bit longer. Um, Dang, dude, you're just reading all these books I read in high school. <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I read Grapes of Wrath, and man, that final scene is intense. I mean, it's just... It's, it's just, so funny because I think like reading all those books in your adult life are probably more meaningful. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I really didn't have um, the ability to... Pre- especially something like Catcher in the Rye. There's no way I could have appreciated it when I read it. Mm-hmm. Because I was just like not mature in right, any way, right. like not mature and and didn't even have any way to contextualize that life experience. I'm sure there's other like 16 year olds that could, but I was a child essentially yeah. at the time, so I was like it wasn't gonna do anything to me. Well, like, it's crazy like how like relevant it is even now. You know what I mean? Like that that was kind of the weird the weird. Takeaway I got from that book. Sure, yeah, like, and even I, can, even I can like think back and, relevant and, and agree with that. Anybody that grew up in a, anywhere near a city, you know, what I mean, like I don't know because I, you know, but like in my adult life, I kind of realized, like, wow, yeah, that that happens to like a lot of kids, you know, in the inner city, like kid, their parents ship them off to some boarding school that they don't even give a fuck about, and then they, you know, they end up rebelling because you know, whatever, and. But then by the end of it, he's like kind of like in the in Central Park with his little sister, he like loves his little sister or whatever. And she's like riding the carousel and he has this like profound moment at the very end. And yeah, it's it's a good book. You know, I mean, like I, I, I enjoyed it. You know, I can totally see why teachers like use it in their curriculum, you know. Um, sure. But I get what you're saying. Like, there's no possible way that me at like nine or nine, even 19 me at like 16 would honestly appreciate it you know <laughs> but as an adult it was like oh yeah it's a good book you know um but like i said like i've been trying to like you know do it with like books that i've always wanted to read and then there was books that you know i just can't believe i've never read them and so i just that was one of them grapes of wrath was one of them um i usually like to like put like a nonfiction in there, you know, in between, um, mm-hmm. books I'm reading. So I'm reading this music business one, but I'm about to start uh blood Meridian Cormac McCarthy. So, well, that's not nonfiction, right? It's that's is, is it kind of fiction. Yeah. It's fiction, right? <laughs> it's fiction. Yeah. That's what I'm saying is like, it's I'm, full I'm re- fiction. No, I'm saying I'm reading the, the music business one, which is nonfiction. Ah. And then I'm reading the next, the next one in, in line is, uh, blood Meridian. So, but I heard gotcha. it's like it's got like elements of history in it, so I'm curious, you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I yeah, I would say it, it is. It is has uh, historical elements to it for sure. Connotations? Would you say like it is? Yeah. Historical? And I, I, for the record, I haven't finished it. I I mm-hmm. I started reading it this last year, and I haven't finished it yet. Yeah. Well, I think it t- I was talking to you about it where it was like, you know, clearly my career right now musically is like kind of on a, it's like a weird sabbatical. And so, and right now it's not really my turn to speak, I guess, in my, my, my grand scheme of like being a part of or being relevant, you know? So it's like, well, the, the way I've been trying to like get through that is just get smarter, get better at, get better at things, you know, play my guitar more play write music more read more just get smarter get better you know get learned mm-hmm. learned if you will yes um because i just pissed away my <laughs> my high school education and my college education so i guess now is a good uh-huh. time as any to learn a little bit more you know yeah so yeah it's a good uh, i i love that attitude i think more pe- i wish more people had that attitude yeah man it's it's a, it's a weird it's a weird place for everybody and i think the smartest thing for me to do is just to kind of like take a back seat and and learn more you know um clearly i'm not where i want to be right now and i don't think anybody is um but i think the best way to combat that is to just get smarter and to learn more things so 
This guy's trying to get s'mored. Or... I'm trying. You know, it's hard. <laughs> yeah. But reading has been nice, man. It's been a weird cathartic thing for me. I'm lately. dude. I'm I'm stoked that you you're reading a bunch. I yeah, man. Reading is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. What about you? What have you been doing? Mm, wow. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um. Working. Yeah. You've been busy uh, as fuck. Let's just say that. <laughs> you know, you've been writing, a busy guy. Writing a bunch, writing these two records that were that we're gonna record this year. One of which is my epic, and one I don't. I'm not gonna talk about yet. Um, yeah, I know. I know what it is, but I can't. Yeah, you know, I. I, I, I don't think it's a big deal. It's just like not been announced or anything. So it's like I don't really want to. I mean, I don't want to. No one's gonna care if I said what it is, but. It's just like a reunion record for a band that was around a long time ago. So it's cool to, to work on, and it's been fun. And, um, and yeah, it's, it, yeah, it, a lot of cool stuff is happening. Um, my pick, we just signed to a new record label. We're working on, you know, this new record. We're doing all this, you know we're doing things a lot differently than we normally do it. So it's like really enjoyable, but just very busy. And then, um, you've got a bona fide badass behind the kit. <laughs> like, Oof, yeah, dude, that guy is so good. Oh my God. Shout out to Alex from yeah, silent man. planet. My, I don't think I've met drums. him yet, but like dude is a natural born slayer on the kit, man. He's so good. I'm so excited that he's playing drums for us on this thing. It's super cool. Um, but yeah, so I'm working on that. Um, I've also just been, uh, you know, stuck in synth land. I've I'm got a bunch of modular synthesis stuff coming in the mail tomorrow, hopefully. And I don't know why. I don't know why. I mean, it's just like a waste of my money. It's uh, not a waste. <clears throat> No, it's not. It's a tax write-off, but yeah, uh, yeah, dude. But I will say it's pretty fun. So, dude, it's uh, modular you, synthesis. You've played a couple of them for me. They've been they look like a shit ton of fun to play. <laughs> it's just fun. Uh, toys. Yeah, it's dude, it's crazy. But that's what my brother and I have been into this last like year. Is just synthwave synth- stuff. Just not no not like <laughs> not like synthwave music, but just like right, creating. Right like creating synth stuff mm-hmm. so i wouldn't say that i've listened to more i probably listen to less like synthesized music than i normally do but i've just been creating a lot of synth stuff and like the death therapy record has tons of synths on it is I'm he like, has he dropped that yet has Jason no that that, yet? that will be the first single will be next month and then the record itself is coming out in june i want to say sick which you got to hear it the other day. Oh, it's so is- sick. It's so dope. Yeah. I love it. It's uh, becoming a new favorite of mine for working out, man. It's a lot of what, fun. Do you got a favorite track at this point? <sighs> man, I got to I gotta think about it. But I think uh, the one with the sax in it is like probably my favorite one. Yeah. Really? I love that's that that's super exciting me because like that's the yeah, I yeah. think that's the first thing I got well I, that's I feel bad because I don't know the names of them it's called that one's called I just Tension. play them I just play the record like you know I just play it on the more yeah. it's done I go oh, to like Spotify or whatever but yeah um because you sent it to me and it and I'm pretty sure it's missing one track the one you sent me it's just missing an instrumental that sets up the last track right yeah yeah the sax one it's is it's the, like a minute long with no vocals so you're not missing yeah much. yeah 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 okay it's yeah, a cool little moment but it's not i don't know why it didn't wasn't in the folder you there i am here all right well uh i am recording again so all right that was weird um, we need to do a little clap probably yeah get you synced no, up no i'm actually like fucking check now i'm three like two one clap bore. Now I'm full bore right now, just going ham. Hello. Oh, my God. It's so good to hear myself. Wow. Uh, oh, my, wow. Let wow. me grab a little bit more whiskey here. A little bit more. Right 
Whew. Okay. So yeah, man. I don't know what we were talking about. Oh, death therapy. Yeah, man. No, it's it's great, man. I th- I think I showed you, or I think I told you, all the influences, but there it, it ranged mm-hmm. from a lot of things. But it's just kind of cool, man. I, I I love like I love his direction and you know. I just want to know what your favorite tracks are. Uh, let me see here. I gotta look at the names. I, I'm psyched that Tension is one of them because yeah. Tension is one of the last songs we wrote. Yep. That's the um, that's the one with the sax, right? Yeah, it's that got like one's the, sick. It's got like um, the corn vocals. <laughs> that's yeah. what I think of. <laughs> I gotta I gotta let me hold on, I'm So I'm just I'm just checking them. Uh, I'm just checking them. Uh, it says, so some of these are weird. Please and hip. I don't know. Please Heal. help. Oh, please send please, help. Please send help. That one's sick. Um, mm-hmm. Three, uh, bad day to die. That one's sick. Uh, mm, that one, okay. that one gives me, th- that was giving me that like Rob Zombie feel, you know, yeah, that yeah. I was saying. Um, and then yeah, tension and uh, was it? Is it? No. What was the one that had the the? I think bullet holes. Yeah. So yeah, I'd say bullet holes. I'd say tension in my order would be like tension, bullet holes, please send help, and bad day to die. I think those are my those are my favorite tracks. Cool, yeah, man, sick. It's I sick though. It's got like guessed. a Trent Reznor feel. There's 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 parts where I'm like, this is like the Christian Rob Zombie. Sometimes his voice sounds like Toby Mac a little bit, <laughs> which <laughs> I I'm mentioned in, that too. I'm into, yeah. even though like Toby's not my least favorite dc talkian or whatever um <laughs> but i'm into it you know and uh and uh there were there were parts where it's like there's like mute math vibes and there's then it goes into like there's there's a little bit of uh of that uh oh jesus why am i uh, uh idols um yeah we were listening to that record a lot yeah there's when, there's when some idols this. vibes into it um but man, it's 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 a roller coaster of like sound. Like there's so much in there. It's, it's really dense. it is ad- admittedly all over the place. Yeah. And um. Yeah. But I'm but I kind of like it. You know what I mean? I'm like, stoked. I'm stoked you dig it. Uh, it's the type of record that I was always like, man, I love. Like it's like kind of a producer's like, you know, dream type record where you just get to do anything you want and everything you want, and like no wrong answers, kind of a test. Yeah, man. Like that tension song, which which has gotten like to the very limited people who've who've actually like gotten their hands on this record has gotten a lot of good like feedback. But that tension song was like literally, um, I had gotten really into some of this like weird like nineties. Um, I don't even know what to call it. Just like this dark kind of like sample based nineties music. And I was like, dude, we need to do a song like this. I think it'd be super fun. And so I, I basically wrote this song on one of our off days and brought Jason the tracks. And I said, dude, what do you think of this? And then he wrote like pretty much all the lyrics like that day, like in the studio while we were working on the song Mm -hmm. and it just flowed, man. It was like this really easy, super fun process where we were like, I was originally thinking I was writing the instrumental because there's always an instrumental yeah, on his records. And we decided to go a different direction with the instrumental. Um, but this song, the I The instrumental is wrote, more just like a kind of an intro track, right? To to like the main, the, the ending. Well. To Melancholy Machine, right? That, that one you haven't heard. Yeah, yeah. But that the, one's literally like some synth chord pad thing. It's not like anything. Okay. I, yeah. It's cool. It's it's a cool setup, but it's not like anything 
on but its own. That's what I mean. Is like the instrument. If he does, no, there's a there's an instrumental uh, track seven. It's called Ghost Psalm. Fig has entered the building. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah, she has. There's a track seven. It's called Ghost Psalm, and it's like a, a combination of the band Ghost and the band Justice. You remember that song? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's just like a dance, like boom, ja, doom, doom, da, doom, da, doom, ja, oh, doom, that's what that sick, that sick beat. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's just, just in, instrumental. That's my problem is you put me on the spot and I don't know the names of the tunes because I didn't. I, I just throw it on. I wasn't out. expecting you to. I was just. I was just thinking about like that. That's the instrumental on the record, and then um, yeah, that tension that song one's is sick. like. I forgot he, about that. He one. just wrote this cool chorus and like these verses that are yeah, the verses are really like like spoken word kind of like. Mm-hmm. Like I said, we were we were like, dude, we want to make a song that feels like it'd be on like a Guy Ritchie movie, you know? Yeah, yeah. Okay, we wanted yeah, to make yeah. something that felt like that didn't that felt more like mu- movie music and less like uh, you know like mm-hmm. band music. So we wrote that tension song, which yeah. and then the label came back and they said, well, this is the best song on the record. Yeah, yeah. So this is gonna be the first single, and we were like, what? Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that was the out of all of them, tension is the one that like stood out the most for me. It so is the one, one of the weirdest songs I think I've ever produced. It like the bridge has like just a kick drum just mm-hmm. going <laughs> and that it's crazy badass, sax man. solo and the synth crazy synth line and then the deftones like yelling over it. The sax makes like, it, yeah, for sure. Yeah, the baritone crazy. makes it. And it's it's, it's even even better cuz I thought it was like a some kind of pad or some kind of like thing, but you were saying it was actually, there was a guy that plays baritone there, right? Yeah. So I wrote the part mm-hmm. like using software and right. then I, we had a friend and I was like, dude, I, would I love, love your explanation come. where you were like, you got to play it shittier, man. <laughs> like <laughs> I'll send you a video. I have a video of me just like goading him. Like this is, you have to play this worse. Yeah, you need you to play this. Play it shittier. I man. need you to honk this bad boy, dude. Honk it. <laughs> Squawk it, you know. I want, I want it squonking. I want this thing squawking. I think I want this thing honking, squeeping, squelching, beeping. He's, you know, he, he wants squanchy in this. He, he, I'm squanching in here. You know, Not, you know, like, like I think he he was like, oh, I have to do like a, an amazing job, and I was like, dude, no, I want this to sound pro. like middle school band, you know, like. <laughs> I really did not want like a because pres- I was like, dude, if I wanted to sound good, I'd just use samples, right, like, right, right. You know, the samples I had in, and then and there's like a layer. Of, I think that's part of it. There's a layer of like my original mock-up mm-hmm. that's in the song that's like just sort of the perfect sound, the perfect uh, saxophone sound, like from from software, and um and it and that that sounded cool because I messed I put lots of distortion on it and stuff and it sounded it had its own sound that was cool sure so even if he couldn't have done it the song would have still had that vibe um, but then he added this like human layer of like you know like a couple a couple of drunk guys playing the saxophone in the street yeah, you know yeah, yeah on top of a of a london taxi it definitely gave me the welfare jazz feel so i was like yeah yeah and that's really that's what we were going for is just like that unhinged kind of feeling Mm -hmm. yeah man well let's talk about uh let's talk about music that let's do it man i you told me last week i think it was uh that this was finally on uh on uh, Spotify, so I'm gonna, I'm just, <clears throat> I'm just gonna just throw up a softy of a ball, and I'm gonna do the uh, <clears throat> Get Young, the Moth. I mean, no one's gonna know this. <laughs> I don't know if this is the softball or not, but this it's is the softball uh, for you and me. But I okay. was like, I just, you showed me this, and I've been. So it's literally like it's either these two albums are are on my playlist or I'm listening to Death Therapy, but it, this is, these are my workout jams, yeah, for sure. So I guess to preface this band and this song, this they is were the band, band, the greatest band that never was. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> well, basically. I don't, I don't know about that, but they were a band that we played with. Mm-hmm. They're from Minneapolis. They're a band that we played with. And they were insanely good. Like, I mean, I, I you mm-hmm. know, who knows how someone will perceive this song now, but they yeah, I were like, I, I don't. I mean, know this from, is a decade ago. Yeah. Well, no, it was even longer than that. This, I think, when we played with them, it was like two thousand eight. 
Yeah. I want to I want to say it was about 2008 mm-hmm. when we played our well, Nihilio played our first show with them. We right? did. Not our first no, show, no, no. but it, their it first was, show. Yeah, it was like one of their first shows. Yep. At some church somewhere. It was in uh North Branch, I think. Was it? Or oh. Forest Lake or whatever. Remember? Yeah, it was definitely one of those towns. Yeah, yeah. It was like one of those north I thought it was a know, church. Northern. I didn't realize it no, wasn't. It was. It was a church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is funny cuz knowing them, it just it's funny that that was but that was sure. minnesota back yeah back then, that's that was everywhere 2000s. um but yeah they were this kind of cool renegade hardcore band experimental hardcore band kind of bro they, they they gave me a bro vibe when they first came out but i think that's really mostly good. like their their vocalist dude right but he was actually really nice like we we i remember when we first met him we hated them you know what I mean? Like, and then I don't. I don't remember hating them. Uh, maybe, I remember maybe not I could be. not being like we were like those guys are douchebags. And then literally, you and I being like years later being like, yeah, but they're really fucking good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, well, so, so anyway, good. this is a band we played with. Yeah, they're definitely one of the best local bands that I've ever played with. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe the best. And they only played a handful of shows, maybe a dozen shows total, and then they were done. And there was all these rumors about like them getting signed. And I mean, it would have made perfect sense. They should have been. They should have they been. Were, yeah, they were as good as any any band doing this type of music at the time, for sure. For There's sure, there's no doubt. Yeah. Um. So anyway, count me off, and we'll listen to the song. All right, you ready? Yes. Three, two, one, play. <laughs> Man, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if like the production holds up or whatever because I don't know what you know. But man, when that came out, man, it was like it's so fucking heavy, and I was like, Jesus Christ! And I, we knew we knew Jacob, didn't we? We knew we, we knew him from a previous band. He was I didn't. Previous I band. personally didn't know anybody in the band. We I, knew I know I, somebody. Some other folks in in the band probably like knew knew some people because they were more connected than we knew jacob and... the other the higher screamer guy because the, they were they were the one band that did the dual front men that actually did it well um because i just never really liked that dynamic even when i was in a band like that i hated it but mm. um yeah i mean it's not it's not great obviously. no um but they did it well i mean they had you know that J- i think his name's jacob but the the yeah used i think to be you're in, right used to be in a band in a in another screamo emo senior beaner band type thing you know? uh he was in was and oh, I, can't, I can't remember i can't remember at all it, it was some it was another band that never went anywhere that yeah we that was only like quasi famous in minneapolis essentially yeah yeah exactly i mean it was yeah, I, don't I remember want, people I don't being like, "Dude, it's, being it's this, good. it's this dude from this band." Everyone was like, "Whoa, cool!" But it's like now, ten years removed, it's like, I, who knows? No one in the world but remembers. Their drummer was it? Was it their drummer that was the main writer for this band? That like actually no. he did something with some with like atmosphere or something. I, somebody did something. With no, the main some, writer for this band was the guitar dude. Yeah, the guy sure. with the curly hair. Yeah, like, yeah, black he curly was like hair. The, yeah, yeah, he was like the main songwriter. Yeah, he was. He's really nice too. We've we've played with this band several times. I think a couple times Station Four, other times with at that at random. Well, and then he went on to be in like a kind of folky band called Maybe that was Better was. Bones, which yeah. I played with an author at some point. Mm. I don't I don't know if you remember that, but no, he's a really good musician. He's he's a really good writer. So. And who knows if he's still doing yeah. anything? Yeah, or if he's no still idea. alive, he might be dead. That's weird. Um. <laughs> I hope that's not that true. Took a dark turn. Um, <laughs> he might be dead. Um, he could be dead for all I know. I just I always, I, I was always curious, like it, 
you know, it just goes to show like you just don't know what'll hit because well, and that I have no been huge. In, I have like, no context for knowing if this is like I love this little bit. They, they put out two EPs. I love both of them. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, like talking about production. It's fine. It's not bad. It's not like. Not awesome. Mod- it's yeah. not modern, but it's not like terrible like a lot of stuff was at the time. It was much better than most things at the time. Yeah. Um. I, you know, but I loved the. There's like eight songs, seven or eight song, or maybe nine songs. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. probably nine nine songs total that they put out. I think I like all their songs. I think they're really good. Um, the drumming yeah. is in- insanely good. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that it, that dude did go on to play for some like really big. That's what I acts. thought. Somebody yeah. went on to be, to do something bigger, and and that the drummer of that band, I remember watching him live and being like, Jesus, he's like better than any drummer in this area. You know what I mean? Like it was kind of insane. You know how in, how intuitive he was with his parts. You know, um. But yeah, man, I, I just, I always, that band always struck a chord with me. I always thought they were like one of the better ones out of that era of Minneapolis. So, you know, I figured I'd give them a shout, you know, it was, it was a really good band while it lasted, you know, um, mm-hmm. and also one of the, one of those bands that I've just amazed that never got picked up or never, you know, and that's, I, I've tried to say that, I mean, maybe not on this show, but I tried to say that like in the context of, of um understanding like local music scenes mm-hmm. and i try to make it clear like dude every city maybe not every city but so many american cities had like great bands and like local celebrities and all this stuff never and, and made i and it, never I, made a national and splash. i bring this up i bring this up like with them you and i because like we talk about like we we have ex bandmates, a lot of them, right? Yeah, <laughs> we got of like, them, yeah, yeah. We probably, probably have like a little black book of them. Yeah, yeah. For we've sure. got like a dozen, <laughs> a dozen ex bandmates. Yeah, and a lot of them have uh, a little bit of an Uncle Rico attitude <laughs> about where they can that. throw that pigskin over the mountains over there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying. To, I'm not yeah, trying yeah. to say everybody yeah. feels that way, but I think like a lot of people that we played music with do feel like, oh man, we were we were gonna make it big and we were gonna do all this stuff, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. and I just try to tell tell them like, dude, I know hundreds of bands like this. Yeah, exactly. And and it doesn't work out for almost all of them. Even you know, it's like there's all these there's you know. There's essentially all these roadblocks, and we almost made it past like the second roadblock. Right. Know, the first roadblock right. being but there's actually so many more tears of, of yeah, that. yeah. The the first roadblock being like actually Committing. having fans and yeah. playing successful local shows. That's the first roadblock. Some bands never make it past that. Some bands I'm still never, trying to do it on my own. You know, like yeah. Well, it's a little different now than it was then, but yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, but it's like so we we had a couple bands that did that in in you know in this time in the in right. the early in the early zeros a- age right um in the mid zeros age we we made we made some local waves Splashes, or whatever yeah. but then it's like like i said that's roadblock one, one. of five you know mm-hmm. and there's a lot that goes into it so but that's why i get a little uh Annoyed at like the Uncle Uncle Rico, like dude, we could have been. I could throw pigskin a quarter mile. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, okay, cool, man. Well, you didn't, did yeah. you? <laughs> you know, yeah. you didn't. There's a lot of our friends where I feel that way, where it's like, yeah, you know, it's well, we we we've talked about this before. Well, we're we're we have friends like that where it's like, that's cool, man. We're still trying to do that. You know what I mean? Like, so you know i don't know at some point you 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 you're kind of disrespecting us like for still trying to be tenacious about it and you guys just you know what i mean like you you did your thing and that's fine you know but just go do your thing you know and be happy but also like fuck off a little bit, a little bit you know what i mean like <laughs> a little bit you know what i mean like we never stopped you know like you guys stopped we didn't okay i'm back I throw pigskin over the mountains back. over there. Um, oh, dude. But, okay, to, yeah. to wrap that up, 
mm-hmm. in a bow and mm-hmm. just to say we've known a lot of and we've known a lot of great musicians yeah and we've known a lot of great bands we know a lot of great you know like My bands that have one, a lot of fans tim, bands tim schlotty man tim schlotty just a dude the unassuming dude that was so good at drums and then he just was done after us he just like was done and and i guess that's to say like there are great musicians great artists everywhere and it's very silly to think that like just being good great whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. is the answer is good enough even it's not good enough you know especially now it no, has it's not it, i mean you know it has you might get lucky and 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 really fall into something but you know like the odds yeah, of that I, happening i've are... worked super i've worked and fought like and clawed my way to making a career in this industry and and that has been a decade of of sacrificing and working hard mm-hmm. you know so um, so when, when people tell me that, oh, like we could have done that, I'm like, well, you maybe could have, but you did, but you did. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So there you have it. But, That's- but I only bring that up to say like this band was really good and they were doing something that I thought was special. Even now I think it was special, but yeah, I mean, I think that they lacked that thing that a lot of those, a lot of bands, our bands and whoever else didn't have, which was like actually following through and making it a, yeah. a thing. So it, you know, we could be like the local starstruck local kids and be like, wow, they were amazing. They're one of the best bands. But it's like, not if they can't like it. <laughs> make it happen. Yeah. Not if they can't like go on a tour and, and actually play for audiences and build an audience that's beyond Minneapolis. So, yeah. One of those, have it, one of to, those Minneapolis bands, man, that in, part of that incestuous scene, you know? Yes, this totally highlights my opinion of like great musicians making cool music that are totally satisfied to never, ever, ever do anything with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So, there you go. A tragic tale. <laughs> A tragic tale. Well, if that's if wow. if there's anything to say about it, man, at, at least we're tenacious, you know? <laughs> So cheers, buddy. A tragic tale. <laughs> Tenacity sometimes is what you need, or just uh, just a can't quit attitude type of thing. I don't know. I don't know. I I haven't made it yet, so I I wouldn't. I couldn't tell you. You know. <laughs> uh, I gotta pick a song. Yes, you do. Have I done? <laughs> I love that. Man, it's kidding. I'm, you're gonna we have a remember. Lot, man. We have a lot, yeah. Have I done? I've got the playlist up here. A Norwegian big band progressive jazz act yet? I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, that's so specific. So I'll no. take that as a no. <laughs> I'll take that as a maybe. Let's do one of those. All right, man. let's do a Norwegian progressive jazz group by the name of jaga jazzist j-a-g-a yeah you definitely haven't done this do you know this song nope you don't know this song no i don't think so okay we're gonna go to the record it's called what we must (laughs) that's the best what we must (laughs) including bonus spiderberg sessions (laughs) Um, I don't, <laughs> let me look. I got uh, what we must. Okay. What yeah, it, it doesn't matter. We're yeah. going to do the song. We're going to do, uh, the track and it's called Sweden Bomsky Rom. It's track five. All right, man. Look, call me up. You, you wait, you're on the bonus one. Let me make sure. No, I'm on, I'm, on, right I'm on the regular, the normal one. one? Yeah. yeah. Track five. Mm-hmm. Sweden Bomsky Rom. <laughs> You ready? Yeah. <clears throat> Three, two, one, play. Cranking this shit north. Let's see. Oh, you must crank it. What we must. But I must. 
Faden Barkey Ram. The goofy ass name does not give it credit, man. That's insane. <laughs> Recording stopped, so our whole conversation about this song is I didn't record. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> and, I, and we're not recording the Zoom right now because I didn't think about it. Damn it. Dude, my, my we just have been having techie difficulty. Yeah, that doesn't usually happen to me. I know. Or the recording stops, so it's happened twice now. Um, oh, boy. We can start it over if you want. It wasn't um, much. It was just... Uh, yeah, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, should we say that the recording got messed up? Does it matter? I don't think it... I, I'll, I'll, it doesn't matter. I'll edit it. Um. Okay. It really, ever matters, Nate. No. Hey, I think nothing matters. How about that? <laughs> I don't actually. The nails matter. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I don't actually think that. And also, that's a sick song, bro. It is a sick song. Let's talk about this song that we just listened to. It was sick, dude. You dig this song? Huh? I, I think it's funny because it's like we missed that whole conversation and I, I i had a lot of good points <laughs> then just gone what were your what were your good points i don't know Tell i me. just I, I i was saying it's you were uh, talking about it being thomas newman-esque thomas newman-esque there was uh it was almost like hans zimmer and thomas newman kind of did something here and in but not quite either of them but it's living in that universe i guess is what i was what i was getting but i i I was more eloquent with it but now it's it's gone so yeah that's all gone yeah um that's okay uh, but we were we were also discussing the whole thing about like what makes the difference between like a band and an ensemble where it was like we were making suggestions like snarky puppy and and you know, like they're they're not technically bands in my mind. They're more ensembles. They're more like sure. just super groups. Super, every musician's like fucking fantastic. You know, I I don't know what really constitutes the difference. You know, between an ensemble and yeah. a band. But know? this but. this I I will say I think emotionally this band and this record this what we mu- what we must record is more impactful, mm-hmm. um, emotionally. And uh, I think that comes from the post-rock thing that they're going for. Right. I just think this is a brilliant blend of post-rock and uh, jazz-inspired orchestration, cinema music, all these different things. I think it's just all that blended together like really well, uh, really adeptly. And it, and it comes across in a cool way and, and in a way that's... Like I said, I think it's really emotional. I think the song is really emotional. It is. And this feels like... This feels like watching, you know, like the episode of Lost where they get the raft off the island or whatever, you know, or, it's like or epic. I it's love, really... Or I love you, Penny. Huh? Yeah, it's just, it feels like <laughs> yeah. that, right? Yeah, it yeah. feels like really cinematic and really like like gut-punchingly uh, heart-wrenching, you know? Um, Which we... I think it's cool. You and I both like are huge fans of things like that. I think that's what... I don't know. That's what drives me as a musician. Is like when it, a lot of times when I get inspiration on a TV show or something, or I hear this like swell, or you know what I mean. Not you know every musician has those feels when it comes to like things like that. Mm. You know, it's just yeah. It's I'm, what, a, I'm it's a what, sucker. What gets us into the game? You know what I mean? Like it kind of like ah, oh, now I'm feeling this. You know what I mean? Like, mm. like, yeah, there's sometimes where it's like there's scenes where there isn't music and you're like, yeah, this is intense. Like, like we were <clears> talking <throat> about with, uh, with, uh, Zodiac where the, that one scene where the dude's yeah. just stabbing that dude and there's silence, there's no dude, music, there's yeah. no nothing. And you're just like, holy Christ, dude, like this, this is like so scary and intense. But then it's like you hear brutal. like. And this emotional swell when it comes to this, like this, this point in the movie, and it's like, oh, it's like for me, 1917, with Thomas Newman having that like flare go up in that in that movie, and then like that huge swell in the in the main theme of the of the score, and it's like, oh, this is brilliant, you know? Like that's how I felt with this band, where it was like, fuck, man. They put some visuals to this. Holy shit. Like, <laughs> well, I'm I'd excited for you it. to listen to the rest of this record because yeah. I think you're going to really like it. I think um, what I made before we, our our equipment 
fucking, you know, shit the bed. Uh, what I was saying before is I would love, I'm, I'm probably like, uh, Jerry's going to go away for in April and I'm going to have like the house to myself for a week. So I'm, I might just like, you know, make a French press and sit in my couch. And I, this is definitely a record I'd love to like sit in front of, you know, on my couch and just kind of take in while I'm like drinking some coffee, you know, that's, Oh, and you, and you should, mm -hmm. I like that you have to wait for your girlfriend to go away <laughs> to do that. I don't, I don't. And she'd okay. probably actually enjoy it, but you know, yeah, yeah I don't know. Sometimes you want to be alone and just like really vibe out on a, on a record. Oh, I, I get it. This yeah, is one I of those it. records where it's like, I don't really want any distractions. I just kind of want to like soak it, soak it in. Yeah. I would recommend that for sure. And, um, yeah, this, this is a cool record. I think like, and, and what I was saying before is this is, this is easily like one of my favorite songs. This is like a desert island type song. Mm. Um, Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I think part of that is because of like when I discovered this record, like to now, it's never really left my consciousness. Like, you know, in a, in the way a great song or a great record does. You know, sure. I I would put I would put them up there with like. Like there's not, it's weird. Like it's not a lot of post rock bands that really mean much to me. Um, some people are really like suckers for post rock stuff, and I'm not really like I don't. I've never really got stuck with much post rock, even even stuff I've really liked in the past. Like this will destroy you. Who I saw and thought they were great and liked their records and stuff, but Cigar I don't Rose. have any. Cigar Rose is. I don't put them in that category. Oh wow! Um, okay. Well, because they have uh, vocals and mm, they're just yeah, yeah. there's there's no one in that category in my mind. There's no there's no band that compares to them uh, it, as far as what they're doing. There's no band that that does that thing. So I don't put them in that. category I remember you at all. talking about like Yonsei, which I would put in the same category, and and you were saying that you were you watched them and you were like it's, you like cried like during like one of the. Mm -hmm. One of the uh, big, yeah, Yonsei is for sure far and away the best show I've ever seen. <laughs> like, the, I mean, and I'm I should have went that. with you, dude. I think I had the opportunity to go with you, and I didn't. I think I just was. Yeah, it was unbelievable. I mean, I, I couldn't think. afford it, and I just didn't. You know, I could. I I couldn't swing it. And I will say this: most people I know who've seen Sigurros or Yonsei live will say that's the best show they've seen. Most people I know. I mean, like, yeah. Well, because on top of them being like just brilliant writers like they're they put on a hell of a show i've i've been told so i mean the yonsi show was unbelievable yeah. i've never seen anything like it i mean it wasn't it really wasn't like any that's why it's like hard to compare mm -hmm. um but would you consider them a band or would you, I, I would Yon consider them a band you know what i mean like not Sigur rose Sigur is rose. a band yeah 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 Yonsei also was a band like there was yeah. well Yonsei is an artist but also like his live band was a band it wasn't like right right it wasn't like you know. an ensemble though <laughs> no well yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean now we're getting into weird minutia like, shit yeah, yeah. like Who obviously cares? like the band uh, uh, Jaga Jazzist mm -hmm. is like 8 to 10 people I don't know right right like I said, I don't really know a lot about the band other than I think this record's great. And I think it's really dense. There's tons of musicians on it. There's tons of stuff. I do think it's more akin to something like Snarky Puppy arrangement-wise. Yeah. That's why it gets lumped in with those. And they play, like, jazz festivals and stuff. They're, like, definitely in that world. It's really weird. But, like, they're playing music that I think is closer to uh, the post-rock stuff. And so I, the only other, like post-rock stuff that really grips me in the same way as a band called Mogwai it's from Scotland I think they're the only other band that I really has like stuck with me for this long mm. um, most bands in that genre are just like you know it's instrumental music and it's beautiful but it doesn't really stick with me much and mm -hmm. I'm not really interested in listening to it for very long because it's, it doesn't have a lot of melody but this this record does and I think it just stands the test of time man this thing's like 15 years old at this point that's crazy so, yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta get it on vinyl, man. Jamming. Just start jamming it out, bro. Well, actually, you said it wasn't. You were saying it. Ah, uh, you just have to d dig around a little bit. I, I looked. For I like can, one I second. can always cast it on my, on my. Yeah. 
system. Good. Good for you. Good. <laughs> All right, man. Good job. We done? <laughs> Let's be done. All right. Well, thanks, guys, for tuning in to Sultans of Slap, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.